Welcome to A Counselor's Journey to Private Practice. I'm your host, Juan, and this podcast teaches mental health professionals to cultivate curiosity and build ambition in their journey to starting, growing, and scaling a private practice. Let's dive into the episode. All right, hey guys, welcome to A Counselor's Journey once again, and we made it. 2021. We are alive. We are breathing. We are recovering. We're thriving. We are excited. We're excited to look forward to the new future, to look forward to what 2021 has to offer and to say F you 2020. (laughs) So I wanted to dive in today. You know, we're always talking about how to build a successful private practice for, for a lot of reasons. You know, yes, to make more money, to support those that you're serving. But I think one really important reason is to make sure that you are waking up every day to a life that you are excited to live. You know, life where you're excited to show up for those that you serve, that's going to produce a much better outcome and and your results when it comes to your effectiveness as a clinician. It's going to show up with your relationships with your peers and your families and your friends. So I love that you're here. And hopefully today you are excited to look at a marketing plan for 2021. You know, how to kind of take a step back and say, you know, what do I need to do? Or, you know, what do I need to know when it comes to building a private practice marketing plan for 2021? And what I want to do is I want to walk with you. I'm going to hold your hand. We're going to be walking through a nice trail. It's not going to be intervals. It's not going to be uphill. It's going to be smooth. That way, at the end of this, you have, yes, knowledge and education, but you have practical tips and strategies that you can implement right away. You ready? Let's dig into it. So we're going to break this up into the the distinct areas. The first one is looking at preparation. The second one, we're going to really um, engage in an evaluation of strategies. And then we're going to dive into the uh, phase of let's put all of that into work. So let's go into the first one. When it comes to preparation, what I really want us to do is to acknowledge who we are serving. So areas that you want to look at will be like your audience. You know, who's your ideal client? Because when it comes to marketing, we don't just want to market out there to the world. You know, that's going to really cause a headache. You're going to be marketing to individuals with autism, individuals with bipolar, to men that have um, issues in the relationship. And it's, you know, just putting so much out there that makes it really difficult to go into that second phase that we're going to go into towards that evaluation of our strategy. So what I want us to do here is I really want us to identify A, who is your ideal client? What are their goals? What are their experiences? What are their pain points? What do they struggle with? Um, What's their demographic? And then you want to write all this information down. And yes, this has entirely to do with that marketing plan. So again, the first step is looking at who your audience is. And I'll use myself as an example. So let's say that my audience is working with couples. Well, I want to be able to niche a little bit more. I want to be able to say, I want to work with couples um, that have kids. I want to work with couples that have kids and are struggling in their relationship. They're tired of the cycles, you know, of the, it's working for a while, that shit goes left and then it's not working. I want to work with those couples. I want to work with couples that are between the age of 30 and 50. I want to work with couples that have a college education and up, right? So what I'm doing here is I'm sharing with you my target audience, which is much detail as possible. And then you may be wondering why, like Juan, why do I need to know all all those things? Because what what takes place is that, you know, in, in mental health school, whenever we go to grad school, we focus more on the the issue, right? Um, such as the diagnosis, you know, bipolar, depression. And you may come out of school going, I want to work with individuals struggling with anxiety or I want to work with couples, which is great. 
But we need to take a step back and we need to acknowledge that when we say, I want to work with couples that want to make the relationship better. That's a lot of damn people. I mean, it's a huge bucket there. Or I want to work with individuals that struggle with anxiety. That's a lot. I mean, really take a step back and be honest. That could be a child that's in fifth grade really struggling with uh, test anxiety. That could be an adult, you know, the relationship that struggles with an anxiety connected to insecurity. And in that that level of just being so broad, it makes it really difficult for your target client out there, you know, that individual that, you, that wants to work with you to get, get on your website. And due to the website being so vague, they go, yeah, I see that this person works with anxiety, but do they, do, am I their ideal client? Because my anxiety is, you know, me in that work office trying to communicate with my, my customers and I'm not able to hold it together. Can they help me there? So that language, right, that language you want to tie into creating your, your, your target audience. So that's step one, you know, creating our marketing plan. We're not talking about anything else here. We are literally focusing on your ideal client. And please don't skip over this because if you skip over this, it's going to really cause a headache later down the road. It'd be no different than you saying, hey, my, my private practice is open. You know, I'm ready to serve. But then I get there excited as hell to work with you. And I notice that there's no furniture. There's nowhere to sit. You know, yes, you may have the skills and knowledge, the credentials, the education, all that, you know, incredible work that you've done to be ready to work. But we have to have a foundation there. Otherwise, key, key pieces are going to be missing. The next point that we want to look at is, as I mentioned before, is looking at a review. You know, step two is looking at a review and evaluation of what took place in the past, not just in 2020, but go back to 2019, 2018. And what you want to do during this process is you want to identify what has worked to, su- to support your marketing processes. You know, questions to look at would be if you were doing paid ads, which paid ads worked? If you were doing organic, what worked in the organic sector? Now, if you're kind of lost in those, I'm going to walk with you. So let's say for me, if I am doing paid ads where I have a Facebook ad and I notice that my Facebook ad um, for um, anxiety or for relationship, let's keep it simple since we're discussing relationship. I noticed that it did really well and it did well because I, I can see the conversions. And when clients come in, I am following up on the, on the data. I am asking clients, how were you referred? And they have options to pick from. They're able to say, you know, I found you on Google. I was referred by a friend or family. I was referred by a medical provider or I found you on Facebook. Right. So that tells me right away that they came through Facebook. And also on Facebook, I have um, what are called pixels. Pixels basically allow me and I'm not going to go super nerdy here. But they allow me to see um, what's happening on that back end, to see where people are coming from. That way I know if I'm spending money, $100 a month, I can tell that Facebook is doing a good job of of creating that conversion and bringing people in. So again, overall, what I'm doing in this step two is I'm trying to look at my history to see what worked, what did not work, what needs to be tweaked, what needs to be adjusted. And this process, just like step one, take your time. Really take your time. I have a blog that I do for Santos Counseling. So one thing that I do there when it comes to organic is I look at the back end of the blog and I look at how many readers are coming in. And then what I do from there is I see which subjects bring in most of my readers because it gives me an idea. It says if I have, let's say, a thousand readers on a blogs that have to do with uh, relationship difficulties um, versus 10 readers that are on my blog for trouble sleeping. That tells me that there's more people interested in that relationship one. So for 2021, it tells me, you know, roll my sleeves up and let's dive into this relationship one and really hit it hard because that's what my ideal clients, that's what people are searching for. 
So the data is in front of you. It just takes time for us to kind of take a step back and, you know, dig through it. So you may be thinking right now, you may be going, man, I don't know if I have time to do all this. There are so many professionals out there that can help. You know, there are marketing specialists and strategists where you're able to have the same conversation with them. You can have them listen to the episode and then you can say, hey, listen, I want you to look at the 2020, 2019, a couple of years back. And then I want you to evaluate what has worked to pull clients into the practice, what has not worked. At the same time, when it comes to uh, reviewing, you know, your 2020, 2019, 2018 performance, when it comes to marketing, look at the relationships you built in the community. So this is where you want to think about if you've got a relationship with a pediatrician down the road, how many referrals are coming in? And then how much work are you doing that connect, connects to due diligence? Due diligence meaning, uh, are you rolling your sleeves up to build a relationship with this uh, referral partner? You know, Are you going to see them outside of work hours saying, hey, let's get coffee or let's do this or let's do that so that you're able to cultivate a relationship and it's not just an exchange of service. Otherwise, you know that, that could really dwindle that relationship. And that'd be no different than you having a relationship with a friend where you are you know connected to this person but you only see them when you need something right uh that, that's kind of it's kind of icky there we really want to steer away from it so overall when it comes to step two keeping it very black and white here i want you to think about uh from from that end of marketing look back at a couple of years identify in the paid category what has worked and what has not worked and what needs adjustments identify in the organic meaning non-paid category what has worked and what has not worked and then use that knowledge there to implement what we're going to go into um, step three. So step three is all about putting things into play. You know, now we've prepared, we have our um, data in front of us, but we need to go ahead and start implementing. So from here, what I like individuals to look at before implementing is use what has worked in the past. So on a sheet of paper, this is how I like for you to break it down. I like for you to put A. A is where you're going to write down what has worked in the past, and then you're going to continue doing that. Because if, it, if it's not broken, if it's continuing to work, let's keep that wheel going. And you can always add to it, meaning that if you notice that your blogs for relationship are doing really well, um, you could add to it by adding internal links, right? So that'd be linked from one page to another post. Or you could add external links. That'd be linked going from your site to another site outside of yours. Um, you could add words. Instead of going at 1,000 words for a blog post, you can add 1,500 or 2,000. So those will be your adjustments, your tweaks that can give strength uh, to that uh, marketing um, variable. So that's A we're going to do there. That one's pretty simple, pretty black and white. Then we're going to go to B. B would be identifying what you found from your first step, that preparation, identifying your target audience and being able to break that down into a clear statement, you know, such as the one that I shared with you before. You know, I work with couples that have kids that are at the brink of divorce, who have tried counseling in the past and it hasn't worked, and this is the last straw, and they're willing to give it all, you know, willing, willing to give it all they have. So my target audience is very niche, you know, very black and white, if you will. From there, I want to create a couple of categories to be able to funnel um, that individual in. One category could be that I, I sample into the paid ads. I may need to work with a marketing strategist here. So I could try creating a Google ad campaign that focuses strictly on keywords that have to do with that population. Because again, remember, in step one, it's all about identifying um, who that, who that uh, audience is, your target audience. And I would do one category to that paid. And it could be a Google ads. It could be a Facebook ad. Uh, it's really up to you. The other one that I will look for, 
uh, in the same area, right? Same target audience is an organic one. Um, so it would be if you have a marketing strategist uh, or individually just looking at the keywords. And you can go to Google keyword research and you're going to have a lot of good ideas there. Um, there's also, as a side note, Neil Patel. Check him out on YouTube. He's got great resources that have to do with uh, keyword optimization. Uh, so from there, you're going to be able to have this target audience and start blogging or creating vlogs that are videos um, directly for that target audience. What that does is slowly, usually three to six months, it starts to share with everyone online that you have content around this area, this very specific area, due to your content being connected to the keywords that you're writing. So now, as you start to do this and you start to blog or vlog, create videos specifically only for this category, it starts to show the online space that, hey, this person has some really great content. And then individuals who are out there who are seeking support with their relationship because they have kids, because they've tried counseling before, because they want to make it work, they search for things like that. They search for, you know, relationship counselor, you know, to help parents with kids. And then yours pops up. They land on your blog. And then from there, there's a conversion where you have a, a button that says click here to schedule or click here for a 15 minute consultation. And then they're able to um, transition and convert and start working with you. The organic one compared to the paid one does take a little more time. Um, but, you know, we're in this for the long run, right? I mean, that's the point of a marketing strategy, not always to create, you know, a ASAP uh, transformation, which would be awesome. Um, but I think equally important is to create a transformation that that the last and one that you're able to evaluate. You know, part of this marketing plan, we went to step two. It was looking at what worked in the past. If we do things too fast, it's difficult to really evaluate what has worked in the past. So as I shared with you before, I didn't want this episode to be overwhelming because sometimes marketing for clinicians and private practice, I know for me uh, early on, it was something that wasn't taught uh, during graduate school. So that created a sense of a headache. Uh, it felt really overwhelming because you know we didn't have that prior knowledge. Or I didn't have the prior knowledge. So for today, what I wanted to do kind of to prep you for 2021 when it comes to your marketing plan is to have a very soft approach. Those three simple steps there. You know, again, identifying who your target audience is and, and writing that down, being very clear, steering as far away from vague as you can. And if you get stuck, think about your patients. If you're sitting down with a patient during their first session and you ask them for their presenting concerns and they say, you know what, sometimes I feel anxious. You wouldn't just stop there. You would ask when, why, how, explain. And what you're doing is you're trying to niche that response. You're trying to niche them to say something very specific so that you're able to target it and then to provide a very effective style of a treatment. So number two, that goes into look back, look back at last year, look back at the year before and evaluate what has worked, what has not worked and make adjustments. And then number three, use the information you learned in the first two steps and then put that bad boy into play. If you haven't done so already, I would love if you would share this podcast with all of your colleagues out there in the mental health field. Let them know what we're doing. Let them know that we have a support system to um, to be here, you know, to hold hands with us so that we are building success uh, on and off the field in our journey of private practice. I would love if you could take time to leave a review when it comes to building a podcast, just like building a private practice. Uh, word of mouth does the job, you know, right away. So I would love if you're able to get on the Apple podcast. And it's pretty simple. Go to Google and then on there, put a counselor's journey to private practice. Um, Apple Podcasts, you'll see that URL pop up. Click it. From there, you are able to see where it says leave a review. I would love if you would share with me anything that you're learning from this podcast or share with me topics that you would like for me to discuss. Thank you as always. I'm excited for 2021. We made it. Have an amazing and amazing day.
In your journey of private practice, I want to thank you for listening to the podcast. Please leave an awesome review and share this podcast with any counselor you think is working towards starting, growing, and scaling a counseling practice. Let's grow together in our journey. I'll see you in the next episode.